This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my beautiful co-host Jade Harrell. How you doing, Jade? I'm doing fantabulistic. Fantabulistic. Yes. Write that down. <laughs> you can use that word too. <laughs> That's right. Because you can, if you speak it, it exists. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm really in a in a whirlwind from our last show. Wow. Me know, too. Still. Uh, the breast cancer show. If you haven't listened to that one, check it out. It's definitely a classic. And just the response and all of the the great feedback I've been getting is just, I mean, man, I'm riding high right now. Yes, yes, it's a must. And today I thought we'd do something that we've been alluding to a little bit in past uh-huh, shows uh-huh. that's so important. And it even plays a big role in this whole cancer prevention formula. I see. And we're going to talk about getting that good sleep. Mm, sleep it Sleepy is. Sleepy time. Oh, boy. You know, Jade... I did a pretty popular article about sleep mm-hmm. and eventually it's going to become a book. Okay. Everybody keep a your eyes out book. for it. So, and there's 21 tips that I gave to get the best sleep mm. ever. Now, you know what it's like. You might not remember <laughs> clearly, but when you get a great mm-hmm. night's sleep and you wake up and just feel good. Yes. You know, it's just the best feeling in the world. And you it feel was like so long ago. you feel invincible you feel like you can do anything right and that's the power of having that really good quality rest and i'm gonna actually break down and and explain to people why that is i need you today and we're gonna make this show because it's so content rich we're gonna take those 21 tips that i shared and we're gonna expand on them and we're gonna break down and do seven each show so today's gonna be part one okay you're gonna learn a lot so buckle your seatbelts, <laughs> and then we'll get into the other 14 tips in the next show and then the show after that. That's great. Buckle your seatbelts and fluff your pillow. Fluff your pillow. <laughs> it's time, sleepy time. So the first thing to understand, and why does this show even require that we do a whole show around it, is that not many people are aware of sleep deprivation has statistical, clinical, proven links to things like obesity, cancer, mm heart disease, depression, memory loss, Alzheimer's, and a whole plethora of other things, including diabetes. In the article, one of the first things I brought up was the fact that just one night of sleep deprivation can be enough to make you as insulin resistant as a type 2 diabetic. Stop. Just one night of poor sleep quality. Okay. So then there's a correlation then with the rise in the occurrence of diabetes as well as the quality of sleep and mm-hmm. the reasons why we're not sleeping. Yeah. Mm. And there's a very important realization that everybody's going to get as to why that is because okay. it sounds like, wow, but it doesn't, it's not going to really click with people until they understand the underlying mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Like this is a real thing. Yeah. You know, your body's doing this as a preventative mechanism when you don't sleep, you know. So okay. now another important thing I want to bring up before we get into the the seven incredible tips to get the best sleep ever that we're sharing today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's a study published in the Canadian Medical Association Journal that showed that sleep deprivation is directly related to the inability to lose weight. Dang! Now, the test subjects in this particular study were on the same exercise program, same diet program, but they broke them into two groups. Group one that was in the sleep deprivation group who got less than six hours a night 
lost consistently and significantly less weight and less body fat than the control group who slept for over eight hours a night. So it was right there in black and white. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to not be able to lose as much weight and as much body fat as people who are getting enough sleep. So I bring that up to just validate the point that this is a really, really serious issue when people are doing all this stuff, exercising their behinds off, eating right, but they're missing out on that other part of the formula. And I call this the health holy trinity. Yes. At the top, (laughs) you've got the nutrition, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's the most intimate way that we interact with our environment. We actually put stuff in us. In us, yes. Okay. Then on one of the corners, you've got the exercise component. Then the other corner, you've got the sleep. You've got the rest and rejuvenation. So now we're going to get into some of the ways to make that sleep awesome so you so feel wonderful. So sleep is a part of the, the key three. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Hands down. Between nutrition and exercise, sleep is mm-hmm. among the very key elements to make this work. Yes. The it, system has to work with sleep. And here's why, Jay, since you're going to bring it up immediately, <laughs> it's because... When you sleep is when all of the work actually gets done. Mm. It's when the assimilation of your nutrients, it's when all the rejuvenation and healing from the exercise you did, Mm -hmm. because you don't get in shape in the gym, you get in shape while you're sleeping. Okay. Okay. So if you're not getting the sleep, then you're not getting that payoff Mm -hmm. from all the hard work you're putting in. Okay. Because your body actually shifts over to an anabolic, it's called an extended or accentuated anabolic state. Okay. Okay. And for everybody, basically, there's two things. And let's go ahead and go into number one with that. All right. <laughs> so the That's first tip, <laughs> <laughs> the first tip for getting the best sleep ever, number one, is to know the value of sleep. <laughs> All right. Is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we take it for granted. This one is a little bit intangible for some people. Okay. So you got to wrap your mind around this one. And we're going to get into much more tangible stuff in a second. But number one, I put this number one because it's the most important thing. You're not going to put much effort into it if you don't understand the utility value or the intrinsic value that it has. Mm -hmm. Okay, so sleep in and of itself is an extended anabolic state. Okay, so anabolic basically means building you up. Okay, healing, rejuvenation. When you're in an anabolic state, you're releasing more youthening hormones. Okay, so things like human growth hormone all the estrogen and testosterone, DHEA, all those wonderful things that make you feel good Mm -hmm. get secreted in bigger doses when you're sleeping. In particular, human growth hormone. And that's basically, it's sort of like the youth hormone. Kids have much more of that pumping through their bodies than when you hit about the age of 20 for most people. You get a nice decline in that. Mm -hmm. This is why kids, when you go to the park, those kids are running around Mm -hmm. and the parents are just sitting there looking at them like, (laughs) Be careful. Get down. Mommy, you know? come on. Mommy, be right there. <laughs> but they're not really trying to, I mean, matter of fact, dreading getting up mm-hmm. and, you know, running around with these mm-hmm. kids because these kids are just, they've got this human growth hormone pumping. And and who needs it more, really? How come that's just reverse? They need to give that to us for all the stuff we got to do. <laughs> so true. They don't have nothing to do. So true. Now, this is the <laughs> thing. Grow. You know, what it really is for us in our society today Many of our ancestors and ancestral cultures, the adults would do a lot of stuff with the kids. You know, some particular studies would show that we believe our ancestors were working so much harder. But in fact, they were working less than 20 hours a week and the rest of the time was spent in leisure. You know, so playing with the family, 
telling stories, having tribal communion and, mm-hmm. and relationships and mm-hmm. just stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It was spent more in in play. And that's something we definitely don't do today. At we all. don't play enough. At all. You know? <laughs> right. Oh, man. Except At video all. games. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. That's so we, we play, we use our fingers and <laughs> pretend to play, but yeah. that's a whole other story. Right, right, right. Not knocking the video games. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't do that. Now, on the other side of the coin, being awake is very catabolic. It breaks the body down, mm. just being awake and being up, messing around, all right? Not saying that it's not important because that anabolic state is predicated on the catabolic state. Okay. So it needs to be there first. You have to have, have to some kind of breakdown enough. to be able to heal from it. Okay. Okay. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It does. You have to work enough to have something to rest from. Right. So <laughs> if this isn't balanced out, then we got some serious problems showing up. And this is, again, what we're going to dive deeper into and understand more and more. So what I wanted to do now with knowing the value of sleep is just talk a little bit about what sleep is. Okay. Because it's this kind of weird thing. It's like, try to explain it, you'll sound foolish. Like, (laughs) okay, if you you were explaining this to somebody who's from another planet. Right. What is sleep? And they don't sleep. And they don't sleep. So you're you're just kind of like, well, you basically pretend to be dead. You just kind of lay there and... (laughs) Close your eyes and it's right. kind of weird. Uh-huh. You know, it's this very strange thing that humans do. It's we don't plug charged. into a, a, mm-hmm. a socket, mm-hmm. you know, but we are bioelectrical beings. So it's something where we kind of shut down and we recharge our batteries. We recharge ourselves. You know, so the definition of sleep, the actual definition is defined as a natural periodic state of rest for the mind and body in which the eyes usually close and consciousness is completely or partially lost. So that there is a decrease in bodily movement and responsiveness to external stimuli. What does that mean? All that Mm -hmm. stuff basically means sleep is important. And the most important thing thing to take away from that is that it's a natural periodic state of rest for the mind and body. Okay. If you're not doing it, then it's unnatural. Mm -hmm. And you're unnatural. Mm -hmm. And people don't like unnatural people. I'm a natural woman. Sing it, Jade. (laughs) (laughs) So that's really the biggest takeaway Mm. is sleep in and of itself is a part of being a human being. And if you're not giving your body the sleep that it requires, you're intrinsically going to have side effects, Mm. symptoms, feedback from your body. Might be in the form of excessive weight gain. It might be in the form of migraines or depression or anxiety. There's so many different things that are related to a lack of sleep. We've got to get this sleep dialed in. And that's what this show is about. So that's number one is knowing the value of sleep. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into some real tangible things that we can do to get the best sleep ever. So number that's one is knowing the value. Number two is to get more sunlight during mm. the day. I like. Okay. Now here's how it works. Our bodies secrete a hormone called melatonin yes. from our pineal gland. And this secretion of melatonin helps us to, is basically the get ready to get good sleep. It's not, it's not a sleep hormone. It's the get ready for good night's sleep hormone. <laughs> and your body secretes it based on a certain cyclical pattern that's lined up with nature, with the sun rising and sun setting. Makes sense. And to get those real powerful cues, being in the sun itself helps to get that pattern get that cycle online properly Makes sense. and guess what we're doing a lot of the times when people are coming in my office or people all over the world are struggling with sleep we're indoors all day yeah in our office Man covered up being our great desk jockey mm-hmm. you know 
couch potato, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. Most people actually, they only see the sun when they're walking to their car. And, and then, you know, that, yeah. Because if they're doing that at the end of a day, then right. they never got the sun at its highest, yeah. most vibrant place. And have you noticed, Jay, like when the sun, when the weather starts to change, spring, mm-hmm. people like just come out of nowhere. Yes. Everybody, we're just, we, we're attracted to it. We can't help it, but want mm-hmm. to be in it. Mm-hmm. And we cut ourselves off from it. We start to feel depressed and we don't act. And it's crazy. This like vicious cycle starts to happen where we don't want to go out. We don't want to be in we it. We don't want to be in it. Because it's just, we're already just so tired and depressed. Right. You know, so it's like listening to those cues from our body. And if we're not having those cues, you might want to force it a little bit, kind of be a little bit more proactive and getting yourself into the sunlight Mm -hmm. because it's one of the most important things that human beings need to have access to because that sunlight, all the different rays, the UV rays and whatnot, interact with our bodies and create things like vitamin D, which is a powerful cancer preventative. So many other factors, but we're not going to make this show about that. Yeah, things are different now. You want to be a little bit more conscientious about the amount of sunlight you're getting. Mm -hmm. So just a little tip for everybody. People who are darker skinned, they're going to require a little bit more sun exposure because of the melanin, Melanin. because of the compounds found in the skin. It's kind of like a built-in sunscreen, Mm -hmm. okay? Because these individuals have evolved more closely to being out in the sunlight more. So their body just kind of built up a little bit of defense, not saying to keep it out completely, but to reduce the effects. Mm, Okay. okay. Positive and negative. So fairer skinned individuals, Mm -hmm. you don't need as much. And also people who are definitely, you know, on the paler side, be careful, work your way into it. Okay. The sun is not the issue. The issue is getting burnt. That's when you have a greater increase of developing things like skin cancer. It's not the sun itself, and this is well known. So there are some mind-blowing studies that we'll do when we talk about cosmetics and body care and things like that. Just mind-blowing studies about sunscreen being a cancer-causing agent. Mm, mm, mm. Big time. Wow. Big time. And if people want to jump ahead in looking into this, just go to Dr. Google and it will it will trip you out. But, you know, I'll really dig around we'll and, and find some more research on it and, and share with everybody soon. But, but I've already done a lot of research on it. Is where we're focused. Today. Right. Okay. So getting that sun exposure is very important to get those circadian rhythms in line. So we want to get more sun during the day and less light exposure period during the later hours. And we're going to talk more about that to really set us up for an awesome night of sleep. Sure. How does the light that we're sitting in, like, for example, in the studio, the fluorescence, the lights that we we have in the buildings interfere or affect more daylight reception that you mentioned that we should get Mm -hmm. more daylight as well as uh, our sleep? Should I save that question? No, Jay. (laughs) It's like you have that ESPN. I'm right there. That magic. It's really ESP. I'm making a joke. (laughs) But to to be able to forecast and see into the future and know that number three Uh is to avoid the screen. Oh, come on. Okay. That's so, our productivity means. Now, here's why. What screen? You've probably <laughs> seen this before, too. So you might be driving down the street and you see your neighbor's lights, you know, like it's nighttime and there's a blue light beaming out of their window, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, is, are they getting abducted? <laughs> you know, but it's really they're watching TV. TV. And when you're in it, you don't see that it's this weird blue light. And that's that's a particular spectrum of light that we're seeing, okay? So that blue light is the one that can really cause some issues with your sleep patterns, okay? 
So things like your computer screen, television mm-hmm. screens, mm-hmm. iPads, even your smartphones are kicking out this blue spectrum of light that in a big way, tell your body that it's daytime. It tells your body to release more daytime hormones. I'm put it like that. Okay. So it will increase your body's production of things like cortisol, okay, okay. which is the anti-get-ready-for-sleep hormone, and <laughs> just throw those patterns off. So I'm not saying... So, yeah, but I know so many times we're falling asleep in front of these things. Oh, my goodness. We're falling You fall asleep in front of the TV watching a Bobby Brown video. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? And then you, you wonder why you're dreaming about Bobby Brown and oh, my God. prerogative and, oh, gosh, you know, no. you're doing no. the, the you old dance, and, you know. So it's one of those things that, of course, I grew up with that, too. And we just need to be conscientious of the fact that these things are affecting us, definitely. I'm not saying to avoid completely, but avoid them in the later hours because they're definitely going to affect your sleep cycle. Sure. So I would. We've got children that say, our children, as a matter of fact, say, can you please leave the closet light on? Right. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I grew up with a nightlight. Right. Too, you know, and it's it's just abnormal because Mm -hmm. here's the thing. Even though your eyes might be closed, it's like you can't even see the light. Your skin actually has receptors receptors that pick up light. Of course. And if it's hitting your skin, it's communicating to your brain. And your organs that, hey, there's light, so there's something, you know, it might be daylight. But, of course, we don't want to get too extreme about it. I mean, a little certain type of spectrum of light would be okay, maybe. I wouldn't personally do that. But if we got that random red light from that alarm clock, Mm. who thought that up? Right. Just thinking about it is annoying. Yes, Yes, it is. Yeah. (laughs) And this is why I wanted to do this show because we can go more in depth. I have a dimmer on my alarm clock, which is pretty awesome, and it, you know, hooks to my... uh, iPod or whatever I can hook to my little alarm clock and you can completely turn the light off. So, nice. yeah. So that's so what we use. So you sleep in total darkness. Total. We'll, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> that's going to be on the next show. Okay. It's going to blow your mind. I mean, that one tip in and of itself, what I'm going to explain to everybody, the first night I did what I'm going to tell everybody, I had the best sleep of my life Get and man, it just felt so incredible. So yeah. good. So, but we're going to save that. Okay. All right. And What I would recommend people do if you're really serious about getting great sleep is to give yourself a curfew. Okay, just be like, you know, after nine o'clock, I'm not watching television. I'm going to turn the computer off. There are extenuating circumstances. We're going to talk about that next. But give yourself a sleep curfew or I guarantee you, if you're up late at night watching Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Kimmel, I guarantee you, Jimmy Fallon, they're not going to pay your hospital bills. Mm. I promise you, you can send them a. A bill. What is this? You're up watching me? Go to sleep. That's not my problem. You know, my airtime. You got to cut their sleep. Right. It is pre-recorded, but you know, we really need to pay attention to this. And again, it it really depends on the person. If you're serious about improving your quality of life and your health and your energy throughout the day, then give yourself a curfew. Mm -hmm. You know, generally, I mean, sometimes I have extenuating circumstances too. I'm not like just ridiculously anal about this or just. But for myself, I personally do have some standards and I tend to avoid being around the screen when it's closer to when I'm going to go to bed. Mm. I might read. I'll just hang out with my family, hang out with my kids. So what is the Stevenson bedtime? Between 10 and 1030. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that, too. <laughs> See, Dave, <laughs> You should have gave me some notes, man. I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I threw a threw a curveball <laughs> at her today. Well, it's 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 exciting, it's intriguing, and it's so relevant. I can't help but ask. Yeah, and these this is the thing. It sprouts all these other questions, right? 
you know? And that's why this show is important because it's going to get to all those different things. Okay. All right. So during those extenuating circumstances, this leads to number four on the list. Number four is to use a blue light blocker. Hmm. Okay. Now, what I have personally on my Mac is it's an app. It's a free app called F.Lux or F.Lux. And what it does is it's a timer and it will automatically eliminate all of the problematic blue light from my computer screen at a certain time each day. Amazing. All right. So it automatically does that. So I can still continue to do my work. And from what studies have shown, the most problematic spectrum of light that interferes with your circadian rhythms, your sleep cycles, it's eliminated. You can still see your your computer screen. It just looks like it has more like a yellowish tint. What time does it turn those off? Whenever you set it to. And what it does is it actually sets it to whenever the sun goes down in your area. You kind of put in the time or whatever so it knows when to do it. And it changes from season to season, too. Of course. Okay. Right, right, right. So, but again, no. and there's also apps for like similar to that for your smartphones, too. Okay. So the best solution is to just have a curfew and avoid the screens after a certain time period. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you have circumstances like come up that come up for me sometimes, then employ a strategy like that. Just so you can get some really good quality sleep and get rejuvenated, this will help. It'll help. It might not help a lot, but it will help. Mm-hmm. All right, so this leads us to number Number five five. on our list of things to get the best sleep ever. Have a caffeine curfew. Oh. I'm drinking my, let me get a swig right now, my tea. (laughs) So I'm drinking my mate tea right now. Yes, I love it. Super tea. So what needs to be understood here is that caffeine is a powerful nervous system stimulant. And if your nervous system is lit up, you can forget about sleeping. That's right. Now, most people will drink coffee and things of that nature when they want to stay up, all right? We've seen it all. Mm-hmm. We've done it all. We've been, you know, when we're in college or uh, in the movies, if people want to stay up late, they're drinking some coffee right. because it will light your nervous system up and keep you up. So a lot of people are unaware that their earlier day, you know, the earlier part of their day that they're drinking caffeine can be really heavily impacting their sleep later at night. And here's why. Depending upon your metabolism, caffeine can have what's called a half-life of one hour to even six hours. So what that means, and it's kind of complicated with understanding the half-life, but basically it's how long the caffeine stays in your system. Mm -hmm. If you have the type of nervous system that doesn't really do well with caffeine, which is a lot of people, then you might have a six-hour half-life, which means that that caffeine will stay in your system for about 24 hours. Oh, So basically, just say after an hour, there's 50% left. After two hours, there's 25%. That kind of thing. The way it written. mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you're really sensitive to it, which people have no idea a lot of times that they are, they still have caffeine in their system later in the day and wondering why, like, I just can't get Mm -hmm. to sleep. And so then we wake up with sleep deprivation. Right. And we go run into the coffee again to get back up. Look at that. Look at that. You just <laughs> outlined so, the whole thing. I'm so slow. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> Why? And people, and then people will tell me, I've, I mean, I've worked with so many people and a nice percentage of them will be like, I can't live without my coffee. Right. Like, I just can't function. Right. Many of them, however, be like, you know, I want to do something about that. But some of them be like. Mm-mm. You're not taking that from me. Not, You're not taking not that from me, player. <laughs> so just understand, people have that feeling that the coffee is helping them to function. But really what it is, is they're sleep deprived. You're not getting enough sleep. That's right. why you feel tired. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's why you feel like. And what we tend to do is we turn, we try to find another supplement or another uh, change our diet some kind of way or get some kind of other fancy superfood or something to give us more energy. Red Bull. Oh my goodness! What we got? <laughs> Red Bull, Rockstar, uh, Pimp Juice, all these little tricks. Yeah, you know, try to trick our body. Mm-hmm. And what our body's really telling us when you're tired is that you need to get sleep, fool. Right. Get you some sleep. <laughs> and, and it's going to fix the whole problem. Can you, but can you make up for lost sleep? So is there a ooh, window? Is ooh, there a range? Question. So are we 24 hours? I need this much sleep. If I don't get it, I can recoup it. I personally feel, and many of my mentors feel that, but some people will disagree, that you can't get that back. You, you can't make up for down. sleep. Yeah. I mean, you can you can fix problems with your sleep. You can fix your sleep cycles, but you can't be up for, you know, 20 hours, sleep four and then expect to sleep, you know, another eight hours the following night or something and and make up for it or 10 hours. It doesn't work that way Mm -hmm. because the effects are cumulative, Mm. you know, and the more that you don't sleep, the harder it is. I mean, I really personally think that it takes like twice as long to get your sleep back in order after screwing it up for a significant chunk of time. Sure. So that's, that's I, powerful because then that so relates a lot to of what people, you said about the diabetes. Mm-hmm. After one night of poor sleep can uh, set off a Make you insulin response. resistance. Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. So then I can imagine that, like, you know, we talk about these extenuating circumstances, but we can let that go on for a long period of time. Like right. If I exist off of four hours of sleep yeah. continuously. Uh-huh. I've done it. And a lot of people, too, will be like, you know, through the week. For example, they don't sleep much. And then, like, I'm making it up this weekend. Right. Don't wake me I'm up. I'm make up for you it. You know. But, and then you, you'll probably feel better. Yes, you will feel better. Well, usually the, the first day, you feel more tired mm-hmm. after getting a long night's sleep. Mm-hmm. All right. But usually after a day or two, you know, the weekend, then you feel better. Then you go right back into it again. You know. Mm-mm. So. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite an issue. Mm-hmm. So caffeine curfew. All right. And generally what I would recommend is 4 o'clock. For many people, to stop, yeah, stop oh, four o'clock. Sure, and, but then, but it depends that, on your sensitivity. For say. some people, you might need to avoid it altogether. Seriously, and then by four o'clock, if I've gone through four and five cups, mm. you know that half life is going to be compounded. Yes, period. You just you brought know, up whether another I stopped at point. four doesn't matter if I've had six cups. Right. Yeah, we forget. Well, I forgot about that. People not just drinking one cup. <laughs> and you were talking about one cup? Or what planet are you from? <laughs> so what people can also look into, and I'll put in the show notes, is um, great, more well-rounded sources of caffeine, like mate. I love mate. Mm-hmm. It has maybe about one-third the amount of caffeine as coffee. But it but works it's so enough. much better. Yeah. It, it has some other compounds that are very similar, like theobromine. So it's more of a, like a cardiovascular type of stimulant. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's it's more well-rounded. It gives it you a nice boost. It feels so much better. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. When we have tough nights and things that we have to do or mm-hmm. feel like we have to do, that we get to do on the wee hours, <laughs> we'll, we'll drink mate mm-hmm. to get through it. If, if my husband's studying for a test or something right. like that, and right. because it feels better, though you right. feel like crud. Mm. When you do coffee or Coca-Cola yeah. or any of those things overnight. Because of the crash, too. You know? Yes. So it gives you, it's it's a stimulus, it's a nervous system, hard hit for your nervous system. It's like sending a jolt through you. Then the the, bow, the battery goes out, the power yeah. goes out, mm-hmm. and you crash. Yeah. You know, so this is much more well-rounded, wholesome, really great. Generally, you know, green tea, 
that's getting so much attention now. And there's so many other great compounds found in there. And it's coffee too, you know, but it depends on the person if coffee is going to fit for you. Coffee has some wonderful qualities. Okay. You know, but caffeine is, it's basically like a drug for some people, you know. mm Yeah. So we'll have to have a coffee show. Yeah. So that's number five is to have a caffeine curfew to help get the best sleep ever. Because little, little known to yourself that caffeine you're drinking could really be wrecking your sleep quality. Sure. And then you you get into that. Vicious cycle. So not only curfew, but a caffeine cap. Exactly. There needs to be a limit to how much we take in. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Number six on the list of tips to get the best sleep ever. Number six is to be cool. (laughs) Be cool. So what does that mean, Sean? Well, studies have found that the ideal room temperature for sleep is around 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Anything above 75 or below 54 will likely cause some difficulty sleeping. Not for me. Now, there's Heat something up. <laughs> <laughs> There's something called thermoregulation that our bodies automatically do that strongly influences your body's sleep cycles. Okay, so there's thermoregulation. So there's a drop in core temperature automatically when it gets close to you when your body wants to go to bed because it's cooling things down for you to be more comfortable and to stay in a sleep state. Mm-hmm. So Personally, I remember living at my mom's, you know, when I was a teenager and my room was upstairs with my brother and sister. And, you know, heat rises, number one. Number two, my parents were not trying to turn the air conditioner on Uh whatsoever Uh unless it's like Uh a a heat stroke (laughs) warning. So I'm up there before I would go to bed. I would wet myself, like (laughs) flick water on me, put the fan on me. And sleep in the buff, uh-huh. just with the sheet, cool. just in case my brother comes in and he don't get scared, you know, of the yellow right, naked right, guy there. Right. But so I would have to do these things and just tossing and turning all night, uncomfortable, and just yeah, didn't get great sleep for mm-hmm. sure. I remember, I remember so clearly, like not feeling the best those following days, and then kind of like at the time I didn't attribute the sleep. I was just like, I need to get like uh, some kind of energy drink or something like that. Right. At the time, I remember there was this drink called Surge. Mm-hmm. You know, they came to I our school and they brought all these free samples. So I was like, I got to get me a Surge some today. Surge. Yep. You know, yep. so, but again, being younger, you can get by mm-hmm. and it won't have mm-hmm. as harmful effects. So be cool. Be Make cool. sure that you have the right conditions in your house or your sleeping area, the right temperature for you to feel comfortable. Okay. Because if it's too hot or too cold, which we'll talk about yes, later, like then it can cold. be an issue. And it depends on the person generally. But for the most part, what I found is that being a little bit cooler is going to help you to get the best sleep. Because better. it's just in alignment with what your body's doing. It wants to cool down. And if you keep the temperature high, it can be a bit of a problem. So now I know there's a couple's climate you got to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Right. Compatible couple's <laughs> climate. My lady is from Kenya. <laughs> okay. You know, so Africa... Pretty hot, and she does get cold quickly. So Mm -hmm. it's been a struggle over the years. (laughs) It's almost ten years now. We've we've debated, gone back and forth. I remember, like, I'd walk by the thermostat, and as soon as I go in the room, I hear the little beat that it does when somebody changes. And I come back, and she's sitting, you know, like she didn't change it. You know, she's like, "Well, just one one degree." And she used to be with her heater all the time. Had this heater sitting yeah. right next to her, and I got jealous of the heater. Like, right. why are you always next to that <laughs> heater? You know, and yeah, so it was something that, that we had to <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right, I right. got you. Right. It was it was definitely something that we had to work on, mm-hmm. 
And over time, my tolerance to being warmer has changed mm-hmm. for sure because I'm more of a, I'm a warm body person, period. Mm-hmm. And her tolerance to cold has improved a lot. And especially since she had our son. Sure. Well, he's you know, the culmination of the two. Yeah. And her metabolism changed, you know, because of that process. That makes sense. When I, I haven't said anything, but well, she's going to hear the show, of course. <laughs> but, you know, and the heater didn't come out all winter mm-hmm. for the first time. About that? I was shocked. Right. You know, Yay, she Brandon. still does carry around her blanket like she's a in a gypsy or something, <laughs> traveling band or something. You better quit talking about it. <laughs> she's gonna post this and get you. <laughs> but you know, that's one that mm. you just brought up. It's very important to just even communicate and share this kind of information with them. Let them know that you know um, this is helping with my sleep quality, or this is giving me a problem because it's too warm or too cold, mm-hmm. and I really want to. To work on this with you. With you. you know, Because we, we, we want each other to have the optimal rest. Right. And optimal health. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Jay. So we have reached number seven. Number seven mm-hmm. And this is the last one for today. But we're going to continue. Okay. Got a lot more good stuff to come. Love it. And I'll tell you, it's even, honestly, in my opinion, even more powerful things to more come. Than I mean, straight up tangible th- action steps like do this thing, I, yeah. sleep better tonight. You must. Okay. Well, why, we, every day we don't, we're we're hindering our health. Right. So you got to help us. You got to give it. How much sleep, man? <laughs> Just so give me the number. This I'll is, do it. So number seven, <laughs> number seven on the tips to get the best sleep ever is to get to bed at the right time. Okay. Now, this is absolutely a critical key here. Now, you can get amplified benefits of sleep if you're sleeping during the right hours. Because human beings, again, we're lined up with nature and there are certain hours that have shown we get the greatest hormonal secretions. We get the most rejuvenation for our body and mind sleeping during these particular hours. And those hours are between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Perfect, that's all okay. I need. Those are the money, money hours. Uh-huh. And what's said is actually the hours that you get before midnight, you can actually get twice as many hours counted for as far as sleep. So if you go to sleep from 10 to 12, for example, those those hours, you'll get the effects, you'll get the rejuvenation qualities, you'll get the hormonal secretions equal to getting four hours of sleep. Boom. Okay. To That's put it simply. It. All right. So now I'm not saying though. <laughs> I to, found my formula. Thank you. <laughs> looking for the loophole. I'm looking for the loop. I'm not saying to not sleep from, you know, 10 to 6 or whatever the case may be. But if it's on the line and you've got to sleep a certain time, definitely want to get those early hours at night. So are we talking about REM sleep? Or are we talking, is that? Wow. So, Jay, you know, that's a whole other conversation sleep? for a future show. Got it. About the different sleep cycles and REM sleep and what's going on I mean, in those different phases. If we're going to line it up, let's line it up. Yeah, yeah. So optimize. And again, like if you're sleeping from the hours from 9 p.m. to to midnight, instead of three hours, you're getting some of the benefits that can be worth like six. Worth like a little bit. Okay. So if you're looking to really leverage this and to be in in the kick butt in the sleep department, get to sleep earlier because you're going to get the most value. Okay. And then wake up earlier. And now this is when you asked me earlier about what time I go to sleep. So I generally between 10 and 1030. Mm hmm. I've been doing this for a while. Okay, talk All to right. it. I'm a morning person, quote, morning person. Right. This kind of seemed to happen overnight, though, for me, because I remember clearly not being that person. You know, uh-huh. I'd be playing video games or whatever I was doing in college. And all of a sudden, it just, I wanted to get up earlier. And the way to do that, naturally, was to go to bed a little bit earlier. And my body just got in sync with that pretty quickly. 
And I would get tired mm-hmm. around 9, 10 o'clock and just take my behind the bed and yeah. wake up early, 5 o'clock, whatever, and do the things that I was inspired to do. So for me personally, that's what works. For you, it might be something a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, especially me, when I first started changing these things and being in college. And I remember the last time I went out to the club with my friends, like in college, I was tired. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. like we were at the at the bar, whatever, and I just remember like, man, I can't wait to go home and go to, to go sleep. Go home and go to bed, right? <laughs> right. That's what I wanted. I was thinking nothing about hooking up mm-hmm. or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, man, I gotta Amazing. give me some sleep. As a young man, so this also then highlights the idea that you've got the other things in place that make that rest right. the most optimal, most valuable. So your daytime hours are operating in a way that are going to support a great night's rest. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Said perfectly, Mm -hmm. Jade. And here's another reason why you need to get to bed early and get to bed at the right time, better put, is that, again, your body's on cycles. So if you're going to bed at 9, then you're going to bed at 12, then you're going to bed at, you know, 7.30, or you're going to bed at 1 o'clock. Yeah, random. I mean, your hormones don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you want to get on a good... Your body loves cycles. Your brain loves cyclical patterns. It loves that. That's how we operate. That's, That's how, how we learn. Built. We're built like the rest mm-hmm. of the universe. Mm-hmm. So getting in a good flow with your sleeping patterns is going to help to cure some of your issues with not getting good quality sleep. Mm-hmm. It's just having a certain time. And even if it doesn't work at first, like, you know, I went to bed at 10 o'clock, Sean, and I couldn't get to sleep. First of all, it's because of the other stuff why you're not getting to sleep. Mm-hmm. And second of all, Just do it for a few days. Your body knows what to do. It will get into a good pattern with it. Right. Okay. Because we're going to talk about why people can't get to sleep Mm. when they go to bed, lay their head on that pillow and like, yeah, lay there for two hours. I'm going to tell you exactly why in the next show. Exactly why. And it's going to, it's going to blow your mind. Sure. And also you're going to have the solution about what to do about it. I welcome that. I'm looking forward to good sleep patterns and better results because I really feel like I've, I've hit this wall. Mm-hmm. With well, I'm, I've learned so much and I've implemented so much. Why aren't I seeing the breakthroughs? Jay, you know, and so sleep was your the part of the holy trinity. He's gonna tell on me that was mm-hmm. lacking and still, well, sure. you know, because of understanding the utility value, and that's what I hope to get across that to my makes producer. A world of difference <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this three part series. Well, I appreciate that, but then the part about having some practical solutions because you got to look at what we're all facing. Everybody has their scenarios, but me, as a working mother, mm-hmm. yeah. and the times in which I'm able to operate are interfering. They're bumping right up against each other, and sleep yeah. is the one that I compromise. Yeah, and uh, if it if it's that important. I'm going to have to draw from another reserve. Right. You know, Jade, what what we tend to do is we think in absolutes. That's another thing we tend to do as human beings. Like, if I've got to do this thing, this is the only way it's got to get done. Sure. You know, and we sacrifice. And that word for me means something different. It means to make sacred. Mm. That's what sacrifice really means. So when we sacrifice something, we're really Giving putting... something sacred. Exactly. Wow. And... I would rather put that onto something that is more empowering and more life affirming than making sacred hurting Not myself. Right. You know, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So that's what, one of the things that I really want to help people to do and that I help my personal clients to do is to sit on the same side of the table as them and look at their life and see like, oh, you think that this is the only way you got this. But what about this thing right here? Mm-hmm. And I swear, so many times I've opened up like several hours, dozens of hours for some people in their entire work week, Mm -hmm. where 
they can actually be doing the things they think they can't do just because they're mismanaging themselves. Mm -hmm. Not time. They're not mismanaging time because times you can't mess with time. It's going to happen. It's self-management. Yes. And there is definitely a way. And it's again, there's going to be a struggle period at first because What's said is, you know, it takes 21 days generally right. to build I'm glad a habit. You got 21 tips. I promise <laughs> there is a part right around that day 10 mark, right mm-hmm. between the first and second week, where you will self sabotage. Things mm-hmm. will start, the wheels will start falling off. But if you push through and stay focused and really make sacred what you're doing, you will be able to change your life. You'll change your approach. You'll be able to change your habits and it'll become you. Okay. How I've done this is it's who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make myself go to bed mm-hmm. you know my body just it's on this certain pattern and i wake up feeling good mm-hmm. and i'm able to give my gifts and talents and to show up better for the people in my life because i feel good to show up better for the people in my life and i'm not addicted to any random stimulant you know that if it goes off the market then what you're gonna have mm-hmm. a zombie walking around trying to eat some brains or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we look like too before we get to that pot <laughs> right right like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know one of the things that i want to bring up right before we wrap up is our ancestors not that long ago it was just not even 100 years ago we didn't have this ability to light the house up right when it gets dark outside mm-hmm. you know when it gets dark it's time to turn it shut it down because if you're out messing around you can get your life taken sure you can get you know if we get take a step back you might become prey to something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you know it's just unsafe and today we can recreate daytime you know the sun goes down we're driving in our car and it's getting you know sun's going down after work and we're yawning like Mm -hmm. everybody's like oh Mm -hmm. yeah let's it's cozy time but we just yawn and we get to the house, cut all the lights on, turn the TV on, mm-hmm. open up the laptop, our phone, whatever, sure. texting, sure. get on fa- Facebook, which is which <laughs> is all good. But, you know, I got to update my status, yeah. you know, so <laughs> I gotta and, see what they're doing. And we turn our house into this mm-hmm. circus. It's so normal to us. But for our grandparents, great grandparents, it's a little bit weird, depending on how old they are. Sure. You know? Well, for our bodies, it's weird. Yeah. Our bodies haven't changed yeah, from exactly. yesterday to today. Not in the last 50 mm-hmm. years. So lighting your house up like a, like Cirque du Soleil or <laughs> a Las Vegas strip club right, right, right. when or it's time Vegas. to go to sleep. You know, right. <laughs> Vegas period, the strip. It's just abnormal. It's just something to just recognize like, yeah, this is a little bit weird. This is something that's been new to my genetics, to my DNA. That's right. And just acknowledge that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you got to shift your life completely. I sort of am, but Mm -hmm. just understanding, just wrapping your mind around the fact that it is different and it might be causing a problem. That's the first place to start. Mm -hmm. Now, are we eating too late? Are we having dinner too late? It's supper time. Too late. Jay, you know it's coming up in the next show. You know it's coming up. (laughs) So on that note, everybody, we've got a lot more to come for sure. This is a juicy topic. Yes, it is. And Mm -hmm. my goal at the end of this is for people to be writing me and sending me messages like I already have been getting from the article itself. And, of course, we'll put it in the show notes uh, so you can even go along and see what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. I already know. That, Sean, I'm getting incredible sleep now. Like, I can't even believe it. I had I had this whole problem, you know, whatever your particular problem was, and now I'm sleeping great. I can't wait to hear all the stories. Well, I and that's can't wait my goal. To hear, I can't wait to hear somebody say, well, having better sleep helped me get more done right. than what I thought. by staying up and working oh yeah oh yes that is one of the biggest fallacies and things we tell ourselves but it's just not true it's just not true 
So everybody, thank you so much for all the, the love and thanks for sharing the show and thanks for staying connected. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawnstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. So we see you guys next time. Thank you, Jade. Thank you so much.